0: But now in the light, the vanguard is here and they walk in the light. The Rowan is stirring, her cult's getting brash. Our heroes must stop and let's hope it comes out. Where Hunt all the retalents and give them the plague. Civilization they're trying to save. Where do you go, Spine? Evil and me and lava your foe. The vanguard will be to the moon. and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons & Debuckles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hi, I'm Blake, and
1: I will be playing today a new character, as will the rest of us, a warlock named Cinnamon.
0: And what's your race?
1: Oh, a tabaxi warlock
0: named Cinnamon. That, that makes a lot more sense, that name, with that content. It's going to be hard getting used to. <laughs> yeah. And John. Hello. I am now playing Nyemya, a dragonborn cleric of Bachelet. And the only one who's not a cat that has a name that sounds like a cat.
1: <laughs>
0: Actually, pretty sure Shane is a human? I don't know. Let's yeah. see. Well, let's find out, Shane. That's me.
2: I'm playing uh, Heratius Smithen, the human
3: uh,
2: fighter, but I also multi class into Rogue as my last two levels.
0: All right, and Hannah.
3: I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Leandra, a uh, Tabaxi Ranger.
0: All right. So you find yourselves in the city of Kala. It's recently been a hotbed of Red Talon activity over the past year. Um, after their mayor was a, uh, assassinated, the temple of Arathus had been burned down and the Red Talons claimed responsibility. Um, since then, there's kind of been a, not necessarily a lockdown of the city, let's say enhanced vigilance. There's been a curfew Enacted, Um, There's been a mass hiring of guards um, in the city to patrol and to keep an eye on things as well as uh, investigators um, who have either been brought in or brought up from the guard ranks to root out the evil in the city. The once secretive organization known as the Savior's Vanguard has become very public and has set up operations in the city um, all but kind of taking over from what you've heard that the, uh, the city now and the new mayor um, are kind of like a puppet government um, you don't know how much reality to that it, there is but um, the Savior's vanguard has become highly visible as the people who are kind of running the show at this point the saviors are vanguard is also recruiting and for your various reasons you've been uh, tracking down red talons either in a sense of responsibility to root out their evil or perhaps the large bounties that have been placed on their heads and your ability has not gone unnoticed by those rewarding those bounties and you've been invited to a meeting to take place this day at the city council building at noon but you're going to be late as there are huge crowds this day the city square is filled to capacity and you witness not one but two executions of some high bounty red talons um, that you've seen wanted posters for basically everywhere that you've gone it was a dragonborn and an elf that were executed this day. And as you fight through the crowds uh, to get to the council entrance, um, there's some guards there that you learn um, that this meeting's been postponed for an hour uh, due to these uh, executions. So the there's about 50 people gathered outside the, uh, the council building waiting to be led into this meeting. And after about an hour, when the crowds have died down and the bodies have been taken away and the heads have been pitched and placed on spikes outside the gates of the council building, you see a large silver dragonborn push his way through and up the steps. And you can now see that a halfling in front of this uh, hulking giant is leading the way. Um, They approach the guards and the halfling says something and walks through. And after the pair enter the building, one of the guards, a stout-looking dwarf, uh, yells, Okay, y'all can come in. Straight down the hall to the council chambers. Be on your best behavior. And go straight to the meeting hall. No stragglers or wanderers. We got an eye on you. And with that, go ahead. Excuse me, it's been established. Dwarves are French. (laughs) So, uh... You start to file into the uh, hall of the council with the others. And uh, after a few minutes, once everyone gets in, the doors close behind you and the uh, chatter begins to settle down. You look around the room and there appears to be like all kinds here. You see basically all races from dragonborn, uh, half-elf, half-orc, humans. um, You see some tabaxi in here. Um, dwarves, basically all the uh, the races uh, are representative here. Um, you even see some tieflings, which is uh, kind of unusual, because you haven't seen that many. At the dais, there stands the uh, silver dragonborn and the halfling, and about a half dozen other people and several other races behind him. Um, they're dressed in various armors, but they're all wearing this grayish-green um, cloak, and a symbol on their breasts that uh, you haven't really seen before. The halfling, uh, dressed in charcoal gray leather armor and breastplate, clears his throat and speaks. And that, my friends, is how you deal with red talons. And the audience here erupts in cheers and applause and laughter. The halfling um, waits and it dies down as like he raises up his hand and motions for things to calm down. He says, I want to thank you all for coming today. I'm Oren, the companion, and you've all heard the call of the Vanguard, and you want to take care of this problem, the evil that's infecting this land. We'll be interviewing you all to see if you're a fit for our organization. We aren't looking for thugs or bounty hunters. We're looking for those dedicated to our cause. You're here because you're the best of the best and have proved your ability to weed out this stain in our civilization. You would not have been invited if it wasn't so. We'll be conducting interviews with you with our captains and lieutenants behind us. If you fit, you'll be given provisional status and be sent out various assignments throughout the region of Suell, with a full member of the Vanguard with you. They'll be testing your mettle and resolve and trustworthiness. Once you've proven yourselves, you'll be admitted as a full member with all the privileges and responsibilities that entails. Good luck and good hunting. The Savior is willing. And he and the Silver Dragonborn leave the room. Then a large half-orc in Silver Breastplate steps forward and says, I'm Captain Khan of the Vanguard. Fall them up into groups of three. In each of the offices, he'll be interviewing you. You three, come with me. So now would probably be a good time to describe uh, what you look like. Uh, Let's start with Cinnamon.
1: All right, so Cinnamon is like an orange cat, almost Cinnamon, you could say. Uh, Tabaxi of about average height, uh, an average bill with yellow eyes. And he is currently wearing a bit of uh armor on him but even though he has a bunch of daggers they're strapped to his back as opposed to somewhere where he could actually reach them and he also has a shield strapped to his back uh he carries a book of some kind it doesn't look like a nice look a nice book it's kind of tattered and ragged uh other than that he looks like he's dressed in very practical clothing um with a mercenary
0: insignia on it all right Shane describe uh, what your character looks like
2: sure thing uh Heratius is a bit shorter than uh than six foot not extremely tall he's got a bit of a build bigger build not necessarily through like genetics but more just through uh constant training uh over several years he's a bit older uh Gray streaks in his hair. Very, uh, he's got a bit of a bigger, be- bigger beard, probably about going down to his uh, to like his collarbone. Gray uh, streaks through his hair, which is extremely messy, but he keeps it uh, a bit swept back so that it doesn't cover his sight. Uh, tan skin from the—he's uh, a white dude, but he's decently tanned just from his uh, constant years of uh, bounty hunting going on uh, trips as as a mercenary and his hair is usually black.
0: Okay. And John, describe what your character looks like. Mew Mew is a tall
4: dragonborn copper. so He's got that pinky orangey color of copper. He's dressed in full plate mail, carrying a mace and a shield. The shield has a dragon embossed on it.
0: Okay, um, this uh, half-orc Captain Karn um, motions for the three of you to follow him and he is going to lead you into a room off the side of the uh, um, meeting hall here. Um, you walk inside and um, it's kind of spacious. It appears to be like a uh, office, of maybe one of the uh, council here. It's finely apportioned. It's got uh, bookshelves and uh, a nice rug. There is a fine wood desk at the uh, back of the uh, office here, which is probably about uh, 15 feet by 15 feet. Um, there's also um, a plate glass window, which doesn't appear to have like any flaws in it. It's uh, basically clear with some nice drapes and a... Uh, painting of a uh, man that you don't recognize that's on the wall. Um, You enter, and you all go inside, and this Captain Karn is going to close the door behind you. Um, Inside, behind the desk, you are going to see two people. One appears to be, by their holy symbol, a priest of Arathis. And the other one appears to be uh, a tabaxi Captain Karn walks um, behind the desk and says as I said before I'm Captain Karn this is Darren a priest of Arathis who will be administering a zone of truth spell to my left here is Sergeant Leandra. do you want to describe your uh, character what um, she looks like
3: uh sure. Uh so Leandra is fairly tall. Um for even for her species, she's about 69. Uh that's yeah. Anyway, so she's fairly tall. Um she has a thick coat of white fur that's covered in gray and black swatches swatches and she's dressed in um <laughs> she's dressed in a uh leathers with a, a long cloak, though no boots, because she doesn't like wearing them.
0: Okay. So, Captain Card's gonna say uh, priest, if you would, and you see the priest start to cast a spell, I need everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. Can uh, I choose to fail? Can we voluntarily yeah. Fail, fail? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, Absolutely.
3: I will to voluntarily fail. <laughs> so we all just voluntarily fail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I assume that that Leandra would be like, "Yep, this is. I mean, I know exactly what's going on, and I'm not going to fight it."
4: Yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah, I'm not trying to make enemies with the the vanguard.
0: That's different. <laughs> Damn. So you feel this uh, this spell wash over you, and. Um, Karn looks to the priest and the priest nods to him. And he says, Thank you, priest. That'll be all. And you see this uh, priest, who's a uh, middle aged man in these uh, gray robes, um, walk out and close the door behind him. And Karn says, It's just a precaution to make sure that everyone's on the up and up. So, we'll be going around the room. I want you to tell me a, a little bit about yourself and your motivation for being here. Let's start with you, Dragonborn. What's your name? Hello, friends. My name is Mimir, and I'm a priest of bahmut I
4: was a soldier over Ansan's age, working in the fifth foot of Lord Barame, dealing with ruffians who came over the border from sunshine didn't you know? Then one day I heard the call. Bartmut warned me of the coming trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't keep that up. The looks on your faces. Hey, I'm uh, sorry. That, that, that was an imitation. I was uh, imitating a, a foppish nobleman that I met.
0: Had a Tarn identity. looks unamused.
4: Well, well, must have some fun. In any event, I did answer the call. Barmut warned me of these coming troubles. And since that time, I've left Lord Borobay's service and I have been walking the lands, helping the troubled, bringing justice to the unjust, gaining strength
0: for the trials ahead. And what skills would you be bringing to the vanguard?
4: I am a war cleric of Bahmut. That means that I can bring Bahmut's holy justice and wrath upon those who are deserving good. Also, I have this big heavy stick, and he wraps this mace on the table.
0: And what are your motivations for being
4: here? To destroy the unjust, to to defeat these red talons, to make the world a better, I don't understand the question.
0: That'll do. And then he is going to, uh, look to uh, the human and you human what's your name
2: my name is horiata smithin
0: why are you here
2: i figured that hunting red talons is the best way to make uh the city a, city and civilization at large better uh, i spent about 10 years as a guard in my small town and i didn't think i was making much of an impact i uh started traveling doing some uh side work as a mercenary and I saw the call to arms to fight the Red Talents and figured if uh, I'm not gonna do it, who will?
0: And what skills would you be bringing to the vanguard?
2: I have extensive martial experience as a battle master. And I also have some, uh, some side talents as a, uh, a scout.
0: And then he will look to Cinnamon. And you, Tabaxi?
1: my name is cinnamon
0: and i'll get straight to the point
1: i'm here for the money i'm here because i am a mercenary without a unit i want to bond with some you know good types and it seems like you are the finest of the fine (laughs) Uh, did that slip out i did not mean to say that i meant to say something more insulting but uh, I was a small boy on a farm who chanced upon arcane powers and I was not very good at it. But I was taught and raised as a mercenary and this seems just as my alley. I do damage, I blow things up, red talons
0: especially. Okay. This is Sergeant Leandra. Leandra, would you please introduce yourself?
3: I'm Leandra, have fought with the Vanguard for many years, and it has been my duty to try to rid this city and this world of red talons for as long as this threat has been on us. I am looking to lead a group who can help me in that
0: quest. Thank you, Sergeant. Leandra here will be your supervisor during your provisional period that Oren had mentioned. You will be sent on various assignments, and you will be tested for your resolve and your effectiveness. If at such point it is deemed that you are valuable and trustworthy, you will become full members of the vanguard. To that end, we have an assignment for you. We have reason to believe that there is a cell of red talons in birth and that they may be a safe house there and that the rest of these dark companions, the collaborators with the dragonborn and elf that were executed this day, may have fled the city and left for birth. You will be tasked with traveling there and investigating to see if there's any merit to this. I see that most of you are outfitted. Any supplies that you may need can be obtained through the quartermaster here in Kala. And Sergeant Leandra can show you to that. I think the interview here is done at this point, unless you have any questions for me.
2: Not for me, boss.
0: Uh, yes, I. I have a question for the sergeant.
1: Um, What do you prefer? Do you prefer Leandra, Sergeant Leandra, Sergeant? Uh, These things are important to me.
3: Let's start with Sergeant Leandra for now, shall we?
1: Very well, Sergeant Leandra. Leandra. Do either of you two have a rank either? Uh, Mewmew and Horatius?
4: Indeed not that i know of
1: can you tell me your ranks then
4: i was a common soldier
1: mm. Corporal. Corporal. interesting
4: you know as i
2: recall i think i'm a vanguard initiate at the moment
1: vanguard initiate do either of you have preferred titles names ranks or should i just call you mia mia and horatius
4: it's or- just fine. I left the soldiers and light behind me some time ago.
2: Hore it's fine.
0: Hore it. Got it. In Karn speaks up, and says, the only people in this room currently that have any ranks that you should be concerned with are me and Leandra. After you prove yourselves and are un- inducted into the vanguard, you will be given ranks as appropriate to your skill level and leadership
2: sounds good
0: to me boss well you will all each be given a podium and vouchers in order to get rooms here within the city the podium goes to your food and lodging wherever you may go and he is going to um pull out a sack at his belt and hand it to uh leandra and says This should be quite enough to get you to birth and back or wherever you may go in your investigation for the time being. And also, you will take this. And he pulls out a stone and hands it to uh, Leandra and says, this is a sending stone. This will allow us to communicate any information that you have in your investigation back here an eye to you in case we find out any more information or leads in your mission use it sparingly as i'm a busy person are we understood certainly yes crystal clear all right well good hunting and he is going to uh pull back his cloak and cape swish and walk away out the door
3: um what's in the bag
0: uh you look inside the bag And you are going to find, uh, 400 gold pieces, uh, but that's, um, actually 40 platinum because it's easier to carry. Okay, cool. Which, uh, that is more than enough to stay (laughs) in supply just about anything that you could think of for the time being. This is, uh, more money than, um, some families like exist on in their lifetimes.
3: I don't know. It doesn't sound like that much
0: oh it's a lot it's it doesn't just, sound uh,
4: like much to talia
0: yeah <laughs> in the adventuring economy it's not i mean like an adventurer could basically walk into a small town and destroy their entire economy within like a day <laughs> so at this point you have been given your orders um it's around two o'clock in the afternoon the city is yours if you want to provision up at the quartermaster for um, horses if you don't have them or um, food, a cart, maybe even minor magical items such as uh, healing potions that would be the place to start
3: I will uh, say alright let us get to the quartermaster and start provisioning in the morning we leave for birth
2: Whatever you say, boss. I, I'm more inclined to leave this afternoon, but you're in
0: charge. Ah,
1: and I don't suppose we get wages from that, do we?
0: Um, Leander would know that, like, uh, you are getting wages, which is part of the per diem that you have, and then um, you would also be paid by bounty.
3: I will. Uh, Leander will will kind of give cinnamon a side eye and say we will discuss that later but yes you will be getting some compensation
2: well ain't no use uh, standing here lollygagging let's get to the quartermaster
3: yeah let's head to the quartermaster
0: okay so you leave the council building and let's go up here to the column app so uh, currently you are here, this is the uh, the hall of the council and the square outside where the executions took place. Um, you are gonna go up to the barracks, which is uh, basically directly behind the building to the uh, east. You make it to the barracks and there's several guards um, outside here that are training. Um, with various uh, weapons, be it uh, long swords or spears. You see a lot of young faces here that you think are um, new recruits. But you're not seeing anyone who has um, any of the markings um, of rank or office within the uh, Vanguard. Um, one of the things that sticks out uh, about Leandra is she has a. Um, symbol on her breast um that is a uh, it's basically it looks like a uh, it's a circle with a V uh, in the middle of it and also there appears to be like a kraken head above it with tentacles wrapping around the V uh at
2: the quarter so are we at the quarters master place right now are you um, the
0: you're, you're um you're you're getting there so as you walk up to the barracks um There's uh, four guards outside here that are um, guarding the gate that goes into it. Um, They see Leandra and just nod to her and uh, allow you through. Um, You go through this uh, tall gate that's probably about 20 feet tall that has a part of a a porculus um, hanging down from it. You walk inside and in this structure, um, there's like two... um, stone like uh, parapets that come up. Uh, The building itself is about uh, two stories and all the way around it is a large um, stone and iron reinforced um, wall um, that's about um, 15 feet tall. Um, As you walk through the entrance here, it's going to open up into a larger courtyard. And inside here, um, you're gonna see um, supplies. You're gonna see some um, city guards that are having lunch outside here. You're also gonna see a large stable with uh, several dozen horses and a uh, blacksmith towards the, uh, the back here. And there's currently um, three blacksmiths, um, one dwarf and uh, two human um, that are pounding away um, You can see that some of them Are making swords and spears uh, And the dwarf is making armor um, But Landra leaves you past them And there is a um, Doorway towards the uh, the Back of this courtyard um, You walk inside You see A uh, dwarf That's uh, giving orders to, to some people And um He's uh, finishing up with uh, someone um, that he's taking a provision order from. You hear him say to the person, who's like, well, try to get you as much as we can, but uh, supplies are running short currently. But uh, we'll we'll try we'll take care of it next." And uh, he motions uh, for you, uh, Leandra, as you're walking in, to come forward.
3: Good afternoon. Uh, we are looking for uh, two weeks of provisions if possible and uh, she's going to look to her compatriots. Do we want horses or do you want to go out in town for those?
2: Whichever is easier.
0: Horses, please.
3: And four horses, horses if possible.
0: Yeah, we can do that. And uh, you said two weeks of provisions?
3: Uh, yes, for now. That should get us there at the very least and we can purchase more when we're there.
0: I uh, bread, cheese, jerky, fine?
3: Sounds delicious.
0: All right. He writes down what you're, uh, you're looking for. And you see him pull out this stamp and, you know, um, stamps it and then, uh, um, hands it back to you. Uh, you get your provisions out there, uh, by the livery. Just take this to the stables. They'll give you the horses you need. Is there anything else I can do for you, Sergeant
3: is there any uh, do you guys need any weapons or uh anything else
4: i'm already well equipped i'll be good fine
2: uh is there somebody that sells uh uh god paraphernalia like uh patches for the different gods of their uh of their markings
0: and the uh dwarf looks at you and says uh not here we provisioned the god maybe go down and try to find a souvenir of him by the temple district for that.
2: That's reasonable enough.
3: Um, may I also have as many arrows as you're allowed to give me? And she's going to give him a toothy smile.
0: (laughs) Okay. And it says, uh, well, take as much as you can carry. The the bar of Fletchers are out there by the blacksmith. And uh, he makes an addendum to the uh, provision order hands it back to you.
3: Thank you so kindly. Have a wonderful evening.
0: Mm, You as well, Sergeant. Next.
3: So I'm going to go get arrows uh, because I have a bag of holding. I'm just going to shove like 100 arrows in there.
1: (laughs) I knew it. I knew you were going to say as many as I can carry and you can probably carry, I don't know, like 500 arrows, probably way more.
0: (laughs) So uh, you go out to the Boyer Fletcher Um, that are out here making uh, uh, these still tipped um, broadhead arrows and uh, attaching uh, feathers to them and you can see where they've uh, just got like this mound of like uh, feathers that appear to be a combination of like goose and chicken and you're like wow that must have been a lot of birds that uh, somebody's eating (laughs) um but uh, they direct you to the, uh, the arrows that they've, they've got uh, made currently. And uh, there's probably about 200 here. The person who appears to be like the, the foreman in charge of uh, making these, his eyes go wide as like you grab the lot and start shoving them into the, uh, the bag of holding. Uh, but uh, he doesn't say anything.
3: I will, I will nod to him and say... Have a wonderful evening!
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only response you get as you're walking away. It says, uh... Well, looks like we're gonna have to step it up.
2: Hey, since we're, uh... Since we're leaving tomorrow, Warden Sergeant, do you mind if we just get the horses then, so that way we don't have to, uh... uh handle them in the meantime?
3: Well let us, let's discuss We could leave tonight but that means that We would be camping very early on We can choose or we them can... now
4: and then leave them In these fine people's care
3: Very true Um We can get a, a room for the night Here and then come back for our horses And leave in the morning Which which would you guys prefer
2: Uh group, group vote I guess uh, I vote to leave uh, An hour and a half that at least give us about uh, three or four hours of travel time before we
1: have to put down our tents. Oh, that
4: sounds reasonable.
1: Vote. My vote is to stay here for a little bit. Endure ourselves before we go on to uh, the big stuff.
3: She's gonna look at Cinnamon and say, well, I would apologize, but I'm not too upset. Uh, it looks like we're actually heading out this evening. Um, it seems reasonable to get a head start and and get there as quickly as possible, especially if we want to find, find these red talons. Uh, and it seems that most of us would be willing to do that.
2: Yeah. Red talons aren't going to wait on us.
1: As you say, Sergeant Lee Hunter,
2: but, uh, yeah. So let's get our, I'd say let's get our horses. Now. Uh, I need to go grab, uh, a quick thing from the, uh, I'm a bit of a religious guy, so I like to have my patches on my armor. I just got this thing. Um, but, yeah, I just need to grab that, take like five minutes, and then we can uh, settle up to get out.
3: Alright, we will get the horses, and you um, go get your religious paraphernalia, and we will meet back here in ten.
4: That was lovely. Good enough from me.
0: Alright, so, um... What's your character's name again, Shane?
2: Uh, Horadius. Horadius. I'll change my name. On the server
0: yes all right that and roll 20 would be great uh so Heratius, uh you're going to find religious symbols
2: yeah i'd like to find a uh like patches that i could sew onto my armor for cord the raven queen and morden
0: uh what was the last one
2: uh morden
0: oh morden okay um you're able to outside the uh, temple district here, you are able to find sort of like what's a souvenir shop um, that has uh, holy iconography. Um, so you're not able to find as much patches as you are like holy symbols that are made in various metals from um, gold, silver, even platinum, um, bronze, copper, and iron. Um, You're also able to find, like, statues and incense and um, that sort of thing. Um, You're able to find them um, for uh, Morden and Kord. Um, You're not seeing any here for the Raven Queen. Um, You're also not seeing any that um, would, like, correlate to, let's say, the evil gods. Most of what you're seeing here is, like... uh, cord morden palor Arathus.
2: okay uh can i walk up to the vendor is the vendor present
0: uh yeah there's a um woman who appears to be like in her 60s um she is human and she seems um pretty well dressed for a merchant
2: hey good afternoon uh quick question you wouldn't happen to have a symbol of the raven queen here would you
0: oh those aren't in uh that great of a demand uh, around here. But, uh, let, let me see. I've got some stuff, uh, in, in the back that hasn't really sold and I haven't really, uh, thrown out. So well, just wait here a moment.
2: And I appreciate it.
0: She, she walks back into the back and about uh, five minutes goes by and she, uh, comes in and, um, now you can see, um, she's a little hunched and, um, She says, uh... uh, This is the, uh... The only thing that I could find that had uh, any relationship to the, uh... The Raven Queen. And she holds it out. And it is, uh... An an ebony... Um... Like crow's head. Um... That is, um... Made out of, uh... Ebony wood.
2: That works for me. Uh... How much is it?
0: Uh... For the, uh... The Raven Queen? Um... I, I can, uh three silver pieces would be
2: fine I can do that uh what about these other two
0: um so you're able to um find a um bronze uh well they've got all different kinds of uh, uh, metals in this it just depends on how much you want to spend
2: I'll take two bronze ones
0: okay um so she looks at that and she says um uh, mm, for the, the lot um Let's say one gold piece, five silver. Mm,
2: that sounds good to
0: me. All right,
2: uh, I'll fork it over.
0: Is there anything else I can do for you?
2: I I think that's it. Uh, actually, yeah. Can I get a handful of incense? I'm
0: um, sure. Um, and um, she says we have all kinds. So, would you like some uh, frankincense? It's quite pleasant.
2: Uh, how much is it?
0: Uh, for a handful, um... Probably, let's see... Um, she measures it out... You know, she takes a handful and actually puts it on a scale. And, uh, she says, uh... uh that'll be, uh... Two gold pieces...
2: Got any cheaper stuff?
0: Uh, yes, we, uh... We've, uh... Got some... How, how much do you want to spend? Let's just uh, start let's there. let's say
2: one gold. Let's go oh, one
0: gold. Okay, I can give you, uh... Um let's say a uh, handful of uh
2: sounds good to me
0: and she measures it out and puts it into a cloth sack and gives it to you
2: okay that comes out to uh, what two gold five silver yes easy day and I'm uh, for it over
0: thank you have a blessed day
2: you as well thank you
0: alright so you make it back to the stables where everybody else is waiting Yes, sir. All right. So here, you've basically got your your choice of uh, horses here, um, except for a, uh, a couple that um, are in a separate part of the stables that Leandra would know um, are actually the horses of some of the um, officers here um, for the Collet Guard. Um, so, you know, you couldn't take those, but... Um, there is a wide assortment of ponies, uh, horses and war horses
2: is the uh, stable master a hand
0: um yeah so you see a uh, a human who appears to be he's a human man in his uh, 60s with a uh, gray beard and that appears to be giving some instructions to uh, some stable hands
2: I'm gonna uh, walk up to him hey good sir
0: Hey, right, what can I do for you?
2: Uh, me and my uh, my sergeant here and my companions, uh, we're, we've are we got a, a provision order for four horses. I'm wondering if you could help us pick some out. I'm not the best when it comes to horses and animals, you know. All
0: right. So uh, tell me a little bit about what you should be needing them for. Uh,
2: we should be traveling about uh, for the next two weeks, uh, for the most part. I'm hoping for something uh, more endurance-focused.
0: Ah, and she can't beat uh, these mareless uh, horses over here. And um, he shows you uh, some horses that are a little bit larger um, than the rest of the horses, but not as big as uh, some of these that you would recognize as war horses from your time of uh, being a soldier. It says, "Yeah, uh, you, uh, you planning on getting any uh, scraps, or uh, you just traveling?"
4: Uh we might? Hey, Sergeant, what do you think? With luck, we wouldn't be engaged in much battle. I <laughs> uh, um, Sergeant, but okay.
3: I believe that four standard horses shall be enough. I don't foresee us having any mounted battle.
0: Alright, then uh, these over here is probably what you want. And uh, he points to a uh, selection of these uh, larger uh, uh horses. He says, uh, these, uh, Go for hours and hours at a uh, at a canter, at a uh, gallop. The knot is fast, but uh, they can maintain the speed longer.
3: That is precisely what we're looking for.
0: All right, well, you got the uh, the order here. Then uh, take your pick.
3: Uh, Landra is going to look for the largest or one of the larger horses, since she's got a bigger stature, so that she's not cramped on the saddle.
0: Okay, so you find this, uh, one of the larger ones that's, uh, this chestnut, um, color horse, um, with a white diamond, um, on its nose.
2: Uh, would I be able to, oh, sorry, are you done,
3: Hannah? Uh, yes, she'll pick
0: that one.
2: Uh, can I roll a animal handling check to see if I can, uh, see if I can find one with a better temperament? Uh, sure. I don't have any proficiency or anything, but I can try. Six.
0: Um, they all seem about the, the same this to you.
2: One. You guys want to take your pick first. I still want to think about it. I <laughs> will
0: right, we'll look for a
4: horse capable of carrying Mew weight and brave
0: and strong and awesome in all ways. <laughs> um, so you find like the... Uh, okay, 18. Um, So, you're looking around, and you find one of these Marileshi horses. Um, Although it's not, like, the biggest, it appears to uh, um, be a little bit more stocky that you think uh, can support your weight better. Um, Is it a chestnut? It's not a chestnut. It is a... uh, (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want it to be chestnut? To match his copper color, yeah. Okay, then it, it can be chestnut.
1: Yay. Hey. open. <laughs> I didn't get. You, I didn't you get just the painted the vine.
0: horse. <laughs> I'm gonna have to reapply the dye every few weeks. Uh, okay, we can recon it. You can have whatever co- color horseshoe. I'm,
3: I'm just fucking with you. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> That's why I put on the stupid voice because it's you know.
4: The Andrew has Appaloosa. Matter.
2: Some retcons are going a little too far here, Hannah. And, you know, character multiclassing—that's a bit—that's fine. You know, but changing the color of the horse that the DM gave you graciously—that's over the line. Okay.
4: The Andrew has an Appaloosa um, now.
3: Uh, no, it's fine. What was—I don't even remember what was what was the color of my horse.
0: It was chestnut. <laughs> okay. That's a horse of a different color.
2: <laughs> mm, uh, I'm just going to pick one at random, I guess. Okay. Unless you will know, let me roll a perception check to try again.
0: Uh, you already did it.
2: Yeah. That's reasonable enough. I'll just take one at random. Okay. That seems like you would uh, handle me.
0: I mean, it doesn't matter. You're probably going to abandon them at some point anyway. Although, you were really good in the last campaign about just not, like, abandoning your horses somewhere.
2: Yeah, we cared about our horses.
0: Evil as shit, but you liked animals.
2: Animals can't betray you.
3: That's a lie. Both of my dogs are actually my husband's dogs, and they were both supposed to be mine.
2: You know, that's more of a metaphorical betrayal. Maybe you just rolled a garbage animal handling check.
3: Oh, probably.
0: All right. So you pick whatever color horses that you want.
3: I'll pick the black. Poor Kevin.
0: It's like uh, it's the the horse choosing episode. We're gonna spend twenty minutes on it.
2: <laughs> horses are important.
0: They are important. Anything special you want to do with your horse, Cinnamon?
1: Uh, uh just a random horse. Not just any horse. Literally a random horse. Okay. Roll a die, draw a card, whatever it is.
0: Roll me a d6.
4: Because there's only six horses
0: left. There's a two. Okay, so... Uh, it's a war pony. <laughs> uh, no, it's a uh, another one of these uh, marileshi horses. Um, this one is um, dark gray with uh, black splotches. All right, so you got your horses? Yes, sir. Indeed. And you're making your way out of town?
1: Yep.
2: That's the plan. And while I'm riding the horse, I'm gonna try and uh, configure the uh, the three symbols onto my belt.
0: Okay. Um, you're gonna have a hard time doing that while you're riding.
2: I guess I can wait until we can. Okay. Yeah. Big red con, but.
0: Um, so you make your way out of town um, by about um, six o'clock and start traveling um, through the mountain pass into uh, Merilash as you walk out um, you're going to see some town guards um, here as the uh, road turns from like cobblestones uh, into gravel um, that are going to see uh, Leandra, who's leading the group out give you a nod um, no hassle no questions um, you make your way through the uh, the mountain pass here um, to the southwest um, and kind of claustrophobic as there are these uh, like tall mountains on uh, either side of the path here and um, which is probably about uh, 150 feet wide uh, at its widest point, Um, but the road here is gravel and probably about 20 feet wide. You are going to see some uh, carts and people on horses um, sparsely uh, come through here and pass you on the road as they make their way uh, to Kala, kind of give you a nod and uh, keep their heads down. As you appear to be a heavily armed party. Um, you're going to travel for probably about uh, two and a half hours. Um, the sun's starting to uh, go down uh, when you reach the border of Merilesh. Um Here there's a checkpoint uh, with three guards uh, outside of it. Uh, that see you uh, come up as the uh, sun starts to set. And, uh, you hear one, uh, say, uh, well, what be your business? Why are you entering We are headed
3: to Berth to search for, uh, a cell of red talons. Oh. Uh, do I have, like, a letter of, of some kind of official letter of, like, this is what we're doing? Um, On behalf of the. You
0: you wouldn't have that, but as being like a, a vanguard, you know that you don't really need anything like that. As uh, basically the civilized nations here have opened their borders to uh, members of the vanguard to pass freely between borders. So if you just uh, check in with your uh, credentials, which would be like uh, the uh, symbol at your breast.
3: So I'll, I'll, you know, show my credentials and say, um, <clears throat> will you let us through?
0: Uh, of course, uh, Vanguard. I'm sorry, didn't, uh, didn't uh, recognize you or uh, see, uh, see your badge there. Um, yes, of course, of course. Uh, come through and uh, safe travel to you. Uh, welcome to Merodesh
3: so much don't worry you were just doing your job and we appreciate everything that you do and she will smile uh at him kindly but like showing her teeth so it might come off more aggressive than intended
0: <laughs> um he kind of like uh like pulls his eyes down so he's not looking directly at you and says uh as, as you say uh uh safe travels and uh and uh, good hunting. Hope you found them uh, talons.
2: Thank you. Blessing cord on to you.
0: Oh, and uh, you, uh, you as well. And uh, he messaged enchi- uh, for you to uh, pass through into the country of Meralish.
2: Hey, Sergeant, we got uh, we got hassle-free uh, interstate travel. That's pretty. That's pretty nice.
3: Well, I mean, we are working with most of the civilized nations and. In-
4: and we serve the gods.
3: Hmm. She's kind of going to look at him with a, a little side-eye. I don't we think this a is great a great de- sure.
4: Nevertheless, we, we do serve the gods. Hmm, fair
2: enough. I guess it's about time to start putting up our tents, huh? It's getting pretty dark.
3: Yes, let us look for a place to camp. Perhaps an established camp site would be beneficial and she is going to look around for a place to camp
0: um you've been through this region before uh on your travels into uh the country of Marilish and you know probably about another um, 20 minutes up the road there's not really a, a camping site um but there is a place where travelers have like um cleared out some ground over the, uh, the years um, as they make their way through the, the mountain valleys here. Um, so there's there's a clearing up here and a, um, a fire pit that's been uh, used quite a bit.
3: I will relay that information to the group and say just 20 minutes more.
0: All right, Good enough for me. Uh, so at this point the, uh, the sun has gone down. Uh, you're traveling through here. Um, if you don't have dark vision, you're probably going to need some torches to see.
2: Yeah, I'll light a torch and uh, stay on the head by the sergeant.
0: Okay. Um, so you make it to this, uh, this camping site and um, you can see that there's already um, some travelers here who have uh, set up camp. Uh, appears to be a, uh, a wagon and two horses. And as you uh, get closer... They've already put up a fire, and uh, you can see that um, there are a, two humans who appear to either be some sort of, like, guards or, um, like, hands or something um, that are workers, and then a, uh, a gnome who is uh, currently building a fire as uh, the these two humans are, like, gathering some wood.
3: Um... I will go up and say, do you mind if we join you at your camp this evening?
0: Uh, eh. And he, like, takes a look and, like, looks around and, like, sees, like, these heavily armed and armored uh, people, and he's hesitant for a second. And then, uh, he looks back at uh, his uh, own people, um, who are, um, appear to be, like, two human males that are, uh, in their twenties, and he says, uh, uh, "Yeah, sure. Uh, be uh, happy for the uh, protection. Um, yes, come, come, sit by the fire."
3: Uh, Leandra will say, "Don't worry. We're with the Vanguard. We will, we will protect you to the best of our ability."
0: Oh, the the the, the Vanguard, you say? <laughs> That's great. Uh, we uh, got a couple uh, rabbits uh, along the way that uh, we'll be uh, happy to share with you.
3: We have things that we can add to a stew um, to uh, improve the feast. And <laughs> she'll take out some, like a, a night's worth of provisions
0: for them. <laughs> hey, excellent. <laughs> I've got
2: the seasoning handled.
0: So uh going to put a little past. It says, uh, name's uh, Locke. I'm a merchant traveling from uh, Forest Peak. These are, uh, my, uh, two hired hands over here. This is, uh, Baron and, uh, David. And, uh, they kind of nod to you, but don't say much as, uh, they bring over some, uh, more wood for the fire. The, um, locks building up here. Please nice to meet, to meet you. you. And, uh, you, you as well. So he makes himself, uh, busy, uh, pulling a pot and, um getting some water from, uh, some water barrels or a water barrel that they're, uh, carrying and, uh, starts to, uh, butcher some of these, uh, rabbits and put in the zoo and starts making some, uh, small talk. says, uh, so, uh, where y'all be heading?
3: We're headed to birth.
0: Huh, birth, huh? Been there a couple times. Not much of a city, uh, and not a lot of trade going on there. Uh, why are you headed there?
3: Vanguard business. Uh, but you are—you said you were a merchant, yes? Oh, yeah. Uh, where do you suggest that we go in birth if we're searching for uh, additions to our provisions?
0: Uh, well, there's, uh, there's uh, two general stores there, uh, a couple taverns if you want to find something fresher.
3: Any places that we should avoid?
0: I uh, wouldn't say places to... Uh, avoid i mean like i said there's not a lot going on in birth uh, don't know what your business is there but uh kind of a sleepy little town
3: uh leandra will continue to attempt to make small talk uh but she's not very good at it
0: okay well uh he's going to go on like explaining to you like uh what his trade is that uh he trades in uh various uh incenses uh and in, like uh hard to find, uh, minerals, gems, that kind of stuff. Percy proceeds to explain to you how like the whole market for all this works and you're getting pretty bored.
2: Uh, While he's cooking, can I uh, go help him out a little bit? I have uh, the pouch of, uh, what's it called? Uh, Spices. Yeah, it's like some dude's spices. It has an actual name.
3: Was that one of your magical items?
0: yeah <laughs> <I> was, got- <laughs> it, was it the dust of deliciousness
2: no it was like a it's like a pouch that I can use to uh, make pretty much any seasoning that I want uh, for up to like 10 meals in a day or something like that okay I got some spices from my hometown in here you mind if I uh toss it in
0: um sure yes uh, I mean anything to kick up these uh bunnies what uh, what do you got
2: uh pretty much anything I, I can think of uh, do you have any preferences
0: um kind of uh partial to uh Vorn cuisine kind of like it uh spicy but a uh, little bit of sweet I think uh, they use a lot of uh, cinnamon and clove do you have any of those
2: yeah I got some of that uh I'm gonna take a handful of each out and uh, put it in from this little pouch and toss it into the into the stew as well as like another seasoning to help, uh, bolden it out.
0: Okay. So, uh, you add all that and we'll say like an hour later, you all have your meal and, uh, it's pretty tasty. Some rabbit stew with, uh, some vegetables and, uh, some rice, um, from your provisions. So, uh, Vanguard business, uh, you say in, uh, birth, uh, What's uh, going on there? Anything uh, you can tell me? Anything uh, interesting? What's the, uh, the what's the gossip?
3: Oh, nothing too interesting. We're just uh, investigating some things on behalf of the Vanguard, and she will look pointedly at her companions uh, to indicate that she doesn't really want them saying too much.
0: Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> tight-lipped uh, I, I get it I get it uh, secrecy at all and uh, investigations uh, I hear y'all uh, y'all doing good work written out them uh, them talons any uh, gossip do do on that it? front
3: well two red talons were just killed in Kala
0: oh anyone I would know
3: I, I certainly not not. Not.
0: well no, not personally but I mean, there's wanted posters up all over the place. Just wondering if I'd uh seen any uh, bounties that uh, they just collected on.
3: Some dragonborn and some uh, elf, I believe.
0: Well, that could describe a lot of them, but uh when there were like a red dragonborn or something that was they were offering a lot of gold for her head.
3: She's gonna look conspicuously at him and say, Something like that.
0: Oh, well, I mean, they're all over the place. The lot were, passes. yes.
3: Um, I, I honestly, there's so many wanted posters at this point, and I was not present at the at the, um, capture. I can't, oh my god, uh, the beheading, what is that called? Execution? Yeah, that one. I was not present at the execution.
0: Oh, they executed her no, yes. more than she deserved well yeah where did uh where they uh track her down if you it, do you know
3: apparently she came to call her of her own volition
0: <laughs> that's why would a red talon I mean willingly walk into what's basically become the headquarters of the uh vanguard that I uh well that's what the rumors say
3: Oh, foolishness. Who knows?
0: I heard that
1: she was crazy in the head, a wild spellcaster of some sort. And you know how those spellcaster types can be. A bit uh, special
0: in the head with the magic affecting it and all. (laughs) That's the Mm. truth. I met a wizard up in uh, Forest Peak that uh, thought he was a bird. Went around pecking people (laughs) all the time. Picking up no, seeds off the ground. Cool.
3: Well, uh, shall we set up a, a watch for the evening? or
2: I'll take first watch if you don't mind.
3: That's fine with me. Wake me when you're ready. I'll take second. I'll um, take third. Cin- oh, I was going to say cinnamon because of uh, his night vision. We will both be able to see a little bit dark, oh, uh, a little good bit point, dark. Good point. And you can take full.
4: All right.
0: All right. So the uh, night goes by. Uh, without any issue at all, the sun comes up the next morning. or um, You see Locke uh, gets up probably before the uh, the sun comes up. Um, he's already started making uh, some breakfast out of uh, this stew. While uh, his uh, two hired hands um, start loading up uh, their tent into the cart. Um, you eat breakfast and... Uh, Lock, uh bids you a good journey as uh, he and his uh, companions hit the uh, the road just as the uh, sun starts coming up.
3: Safe travels.
0: Yeah, you as well. Uh, good uh, uh, whatever you're doing. Bye. N-
3: n- yes, may uh, may the trades be in your favor. Or something. I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you as well. And uh, they take off down the road. And, um, you all saddle up and head out Um, it's about another uh, day and a half's travel uh, before you make it to the uh, town of birth here Um, and I think that's probably a pretty good place to end it right there as we're already at like an hour and fifteen
4: very well good enough for me
0: alright session zero is in the bag
3: I didn't think that that's Yaw. what her voice was going to be, but I guess that's her voice.
0: <laughs> you can always change it.
3: Yeah, it just... No, was, you can't. It, it's, it's That's it. John's, I see I liked your first voice.
0: John started in on that. I was like, oh, fuck. Are we going to have to put up this <laughs> for like 80 episodes?
4: <laughs> that was mostly to fuck with you,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> hello, <laughs>
2: We should all just sound like Cartman from South Park.
4: I'm just a you did not you know? Big I need to rid the world of evil good. the Redundance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does Cartman, and you're like, come on. You're like, no, this is my choice.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. These are my creative liberties as a character creator.
0: All right. So next week, we'll find ourselves in the sleepy town of birth try to track down red talons thanks for listening to another episode of the dungeons and debacles podcast if i could ask a wing size favor give us a five star rating and review on itunes it's the best way to support us new episodes come out every monday so make sure to check your podcast app do you have an idea to make the podcast better tell us about it on twitter or facebook you can also check out our website to see all the maps lore, and characters at Dungeonsandles Podcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Massacre got the deals. I'm Matt Cedric of Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventurer's Emporium. Is your cleric a creep? Is your druid a drag? Try our healing potions. They put pep in your step and get you back in the fight. A healing potion will never try to convert you to a god or get into a moral debate with you. Just drink it and feel better about the decisions that led you to your current situation. Try our new flavors exclusive to Matt Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventurer's Emporium, Berry Blitz, Melon Melee, and Arctic Chill. Side effects may include delusions of grandeur, increased risk of infection, drowsiness, impotence, red ache, and bloody stool. Ask your cleric if healing potions are right for you. My prices are so low, I'm practically giving this stuff away. How do I do it? Don't worry about it. Come on in to Mad Cedric's Discount Goods at Adventurers Emporium. We have convenient locations in a city near you. Just talk to the town guard for directions. Mad Cedric's Discount Goods at Adventurers Emporium, where the only thing matter than me is the saving. Deals. The music you heard on this episode was Four Origins, The Chamber, Teller of the Tales, Crowdhammer, Frozen Star, Mystery Bazaar, and Long Road Ahead by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.